You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, I'm good if you are, buddy. But I am ready. I am locked and loaded. Sound ready. Let's do it. Let's do uh, it. All, all right, Sean, time. Here we go. Three, two, gobble. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. I got Sean with that gobble. I got him with the gobble. You did. The gobble, gobble, gobble. Was, the gobble was good. You know, you're too young to remember the old gobble shows from Eddie Handelman, right? Gobble, gobble. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. Five gobbles. People would call in and be like, oh, I give Jerry Cheevers five gobbles. And Renee, the producer, <laughs> would play literally gobble sound effect five times in a row. So That's I've heard good. Eddie's name a lot. Is he related to the other Edelman that was on like Phantom Gourmet? Those are his sons, yes. Oh, his sons. Got it. Okay. Dan, I think it's Dan and Dave. There might be a third. Danny and I, there's a bunch of Edelman's sons. But yes, they. Got that it, was man. the dad. Uh, okay. And he was a big entrepreneur. And he basically launched Sports Talk uh, here in Boston with a sports huddle. And then it was on. Hey, he did a show forever. at Dale way for it. Yeah. Oh, I did a show at Dale. Did the show at Dale. Oh, I interned, okay. I interned for that show. Did I got you stories. really? I got oh, stories. But I signed. I signed an NDA. With Jason oh, of course, Dale. Dale would be good like that. I get. Oh uh, yes, I last day of the internship. He's like, it's sign, <laughs> sign here, sign here. But Eddie, Eddie was a very good tipper. I will say that. I'd, no, oh. no, you'd go downstairs to the cafeteria at the old building and get lunch. Yep. And he would just give me X amount of dollars. Let's say it was like a eight dollar lunch. He'd give me a twenty and never ever take the change. Ever ever ever. ever wow, ever. that's kind of nice. Very generous guy, but that's yeah. a different show. By the way, you would like him, uh, Shime, and and good morning or good afternoon at this point. Um, if you're watching or listening to the podcast, um, he was big into gambling, which is what we're here to talk about here on the Becky. Love Martin. that. That's exactly what we're here to do, baby. All right. So a couple of housekeeping items and we'll get to hockey bets and football bets. This is just for Thursday. As far as football gets go, we're back on Saturday with the same show. Yes. Sir. Week 12 in the NFL. Um, you got to stop congratulating yourself on social media. Like the little, little too much today. Because you got a bet right that you said on the show yesterday, you weren't going to bet anyway because minus 160 at that point. So we, no, I you're said an I was a handicapper, but we don't need the green check marks and the red X's. You're good. We know I you're know, good. I, I know I'm good. And I was just, I the only reason I brought it up on social media is because you made fun of me for picking it again. And I, because I what, picked what it like your, three times logic? last week. What was your logic for picking it? Prior to last night, yep. he had had 33 shots in five games. My logic was, well, 33 divided by five is over six. And this number is asking for over three and a half. I want the over on Tate Thompson shots. And we cashed easy because he had eight shots. Yeah, he's turns out he gets a lot of shots on net. Who knew shots on goal uh, bets were so big for Shime? I was, I made fun of you because when you said it on the podcast, it sounded like you were just betting it because it hadn't lost in a while, which I thought was funny, which is why I called you on. Okay. Fair enough. You're, you're a great hockey handicapper. We know that. We get out of the way. We're going to start with hockey picks today. Yeah, you know. So we nailed that. We one and one or two and oh? Uh, two and oh last night. We hit okay, 30, on... 39 on the year. Yep. Uh, no, 29 and 10 on the year. 
right? 29 and 10 on the year. Yeah, 29 Still, and 10 on the year. I was giving you 30 and 9. You gave yourself a, a loss and took back a win. I appreciate um, it, uh, but we want to keep things accurate. 29 and 10, we hit on the Rangers and Tage Thompson over three and a half. Oh, so the, the future Mrs. Shine was very happy last night. Yes, with, uh, Rangers. Rangers got a big win last night versus the Kings. So The other thing, since it is Thanksgiving, I had to bring this up because you forgot to bring it up on Monday's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I owe you uh, a, a four-pack of your favorite beer because we sure you hit you hit the over in the Atlanta-Chicago game. I told you you were stupid to bet it. You hit the over. We did a side bet for a four-pack. So happy Thanksgiving. As a reminder, let Thank me know you. when you want me to go to Tewksbury and take care of you. But you did win that. We need to clarify that here on this Wednesday show. Yeah, you know, uh, it was a beautiful thing. Uh, I thank you. Uh, I did win that bet. And uh, that's, sure the first, or that's probably the third or fourth bet you and I have made together. And there's bound to be more coming. So uh, I'm not making any hockey bets today. You make hockey bets. You said oh, off the air before we get to football. You said you have five hockey bets for tonight. That seems yes. like a lot, Chime. Seems like you, yeah. you're, 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 you're pushing a little hard on the gas pedal now that you win a couple games here. So you think. Hard. You'd think that, but when I tell you that there's 15 games at play tonight, <laughs> that may change your reason why. Like, is today normally, a big NHL day, holiday? Or something? I guess so. So normally I always thought Black Friday was the big NHL day because it's like, okay, we know they're not playing football on this day. We can dominate it. Like the Bruins always play a matinee, matinee day game at home on Black Friday. Um, and so it's just a great NHL day. But this year, I think they loaded up on both Wednesday and Black Friday. Because there are like no sure. games. There were two games yesterday. There are basically no games tomorrow. And then there's a bunch of games Friday again. So uh, they really kind of mapped it up so that they could dominate Wednesday and Friday. And so there's 15 games today. Normally there's only six or seven, maybe even eight. And then I'm only having, you know, two bets out of the eight. Whereas there's double that tonight. So we got five bets for you. All right, games will start till seven. Let's start with your five hockey bets. People grab your pen, uh, your pad. Uh, again, Prince of Pucks is 29 and 10 on the year. Sure. Bet in the NHL, the best hockey candy capper in the country. All the green check marks in the world. No little black X's Donald on Duck gifts media. galore. None of those. Uh, all right, so what are your f- five five hockey bets on Thanksgiving Eve? <laughs> I, I don't know why uh, betting handlers or handicappers are doing this or betting sites are doing this. They're giving me the Bruins as the underdog. You're taking the Bruins. We're taking the Bruins money line. We don't even have to bet them in 60. I get the Bruins money line at minus 105. They're technically the underdog. The Panthers are minus 115 here. So I want the Bruins all effing day uh, wow. and twice on Sunday. Uh, the next bet I want to on top of that, also playing at 7 o'clock, that'd be the New Jersey Devils. They've won 13 in a row. They are first in expected goals for percentage on the year. Toronto Maple Leafs, their opponent, are 17th. And the Devils are at home. I'm getting the Devils' money line at minus 135. Love that. Give me the Devils' money line tonight. So two hottest teams in the NHL. Keep it going, Bruins and Devils. A hundred percent. So now we're going to get a little more niche. Uh, I want the under six in Stars and Blackhawks tonight. A, the Blackhawks aren't very good. And the Stars defensively, and, and Jake Ottinger is their goalie, has been fantastic. If For those who didn't see him the other night uh, against the Avalanche, he was just dominant at the end of that game. Like the Avalanche got very lucky that they were able to escape with an overtime win. Um, and so I, I love Ottinger to dominate again in this game. And, and Dallas isn't quite the scoring superpower that a team like Boston is. So I want the under six in stars and Blackhawks. Okay. Uh, then speaking of the Avalanche, I want to take the Avalanche uh, money line in 60 minutes here. Uh, the Avalanche are really, really good. The defending champions, of course, um, 
and they're playing the Canucks. The Canucks have been very bad this year. They're actually quite possibly one of the bottom three teams in all of hockey. Um, the Avalanche should dominate this game. I almost almost went with a total play here, but I, I'm not confident that the Canucks can also score. So instead, I would rather play uh, Avalanche to win in 60 uh, at minus 135. Okay. And four. then the final bet of the day. Where's the my, prop? Where's my prop bet? Where's my shots on goal prop? Here it is. Tage yep. Thompson over three and a half. <laughs> Tage Thompson's playing in back-to-back nights tonight. Uh, <laughs> he's, it's, and and I don't. Here's what I don't understand. So he yep. now has 41 shots in over six games. That's yep. almost a seven shots per game average. The line is still three and a half, and they're giving it to me at minus 150. Why is that number coming down? I don't know. Give me Tage Thompson over three and a half. I'm not going to stop now. They're facing the Blues. The Blues have been good. Not going to stop Tage Thompson from taking shots on net. I can't mock you today. I got to mock the books for it. It was minus one sixty yesterday, wasn't it? Yes, it was minus one sixty yesterday. It is minus one fifty right now. And that one sounds good. I mean, I, again, I can't. I can't. No more Tage Thompson nonsense on this show. I just get out nope. of the way and I feels like He's it feels like you found a little personal ATM machine. Oh, 15 games tonight. Is DK offering that gold special that you love? Well, let's let's uh, let's take a look. I didn't even check that. Daily if you're new special. to the podcast or watching for the first time, Shine found this bet on DraftKings that they they did total goals for all the day's games, and he hit the thing like three times in a row, and then they stopped posting it. Yep. And our, we're convinced Shine took him down. So they did post it again. Bet. What's that? They did post it again. It is listed for today. 15 okay. games. 15 games. Total- Total goals on the day, 96 and a half. <laughs> so that's an average of 6.4 goals per game is what they're saying, which makes sense. All of the over-unders are either six or six and a half. So this number makes sense for me. The under is juiced up a little bit at minus 130. The over is even money. Um, the last couple days, the 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 if they had done this prop, the total would have probably gone over. Uh, there were some high-scoring days the last few days. However... I'm going to go with the under 96 and a half today. I just think it's the smarter play on 15 games. You're bound to get one or two games at least in 15, probably more like three or four that are only going to have three or four goals in it, which gives you a lot of breathing room for a game. One outlier game. That's going to have eight or nine. So I like the under 96 and a half total goals today uh, in all 15 NHL games. I'm glad I asked. What do you say? My juice up to minus minus one thirty. Correct. All right. I will. I'll have some action on that this afternoon. Uh, I will. It's, it's, it's under DK specials under NHL, correct? Correct. So like where you're scrolling across to find awards or yeah. player features, make sure to go all the way to the right. You'll see daily specials and that'll be the only one there. All right. Before we get to football, I'll remind you to subscribe, rate and review to the BetQL Boston podcast, Apple podcasts, huge help to us. Spotify where Shime gets his podcast. Uh, we tweet it out every day as well. You can check it out on the Odyssey app or you can find it at weei.com. Doesn't cost you anything except a couple of seconds of time. It's by far the best thing you do for us. If you like the show at all, Shine's putting in some hockey winners here. Saw someone tweet and say you're the best handicapper in the station. They like to either you know tail you or, or fade you. So if you yep. want some money on Shine's hockey pick, subscribe, rate, and review. Huge help to us, BetQL Boston, where you find your podcasts. Uh, we got three games tomorrow, Shine. And earlier in the week, you mentioned this Monday, and I wish I had jumped on it then. It was really set up early in the week with a couple of these games at eight and a half or a little bit eight in some cases. Uh, to play an awesome three-team teaser. Those teaser lines are gone, uh, the ones that you want to play. Nine and a half, nine and a half, and two and a half across the board. The Patriots line has moved a little bit uh, in our favor since I think we both are going to be against the Patriots on Thursday night. But 
you know, going down from nine and a half to three and a half, you, you don't get that key number anymore. So uh, I missed my window on it. I'm sure people will still play it. I will not have the degenerate Thanksgiving three team teaser this year. Well, so the other the other option for you, Mutt, if you do want to have a degenerate three team teaser, I got pl- uh, I, mean, I got plenty here. There's a lot. There's I know you do, here. but I, for those who, for those out there that do want to have the degenerate three team teaser, there yep. is the option for the three team ten point tease, which puts you basically at Bills can tie or win, yep. Cowboys can tie or win, and then Vikings can lose by up to seven and a half. Or if you want to play the Patriots on that side of it, you could do that. Yep. If you want to play the Patriots up to 12 and a half, that works too. So um, that's the other option as well. Three team tees normally is plus 160. What is a 10 team three team tees? So so 10.3 team tees is your normal tees value at minus 120. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm not sure I will do that. Um, I trust me, I'll have action all these, all three games in some way, shape, or form. But I I wish, I wish I'd reacted. I wish I'd acted properly when you mentioned on, on, Monday because yeah. the numbers were there and people are people are sitting with I mean if they want to Bills minus two and a half Cowboys minus two in some cases and then Vikings plus nine that's yeah. that's that's a pretty nice spot to be in even on three team teaser where they normally again we don't advise these they're fun bets but Shine put us onto this and uh, would have been a very smart bet uh, let's work in order here Shine we're not going against each other this week and go through all three games we will uh, walk the three game slate. Uh, starting with the first game of the weekend, it is the Bills and Lions. Uh, Bills again back in Detroit. Uh, looking at the odds this morning, it was uh, was ten. It is I now would... nine and a half, according okay. to Jack. So we are now at yeah with Bills minus ten a couple hours ago. It is now nine and a half at DraftKings. Total sitting up there at fifty four. Uh, I know Nick Costo said with you uh, on the show today. It sounds like on the Greg Hill show he would take the points with Detroit. I will as well. I'll explain why in a second, Shine. But I'll let you go first here. Uh, your thoughts uh, on Bills and Lions, nine and a half point spread, a 54 total, the uh, traditional 12, 1230 game there on Thursday. Yeah, Bills and Lions uh, is is going to be, it should be a good game. The the Lions especially have played uh, a lot better of late. I too would probably lean with taking the 10 points. Um, I think the Bills win the football game, but I would take the points here just because the Lions potential to backdoor cover this thing uh, feels almost like a lock to me in yep. that their offense has been tremendous lately. They have one of the top uh, rushing attacks in football right now. And the a crazy stat that I heard, I believe it was Ben Solak of the ringer who had this um, Jared Goff, come on raw St. Brown on the field is yep. fifth in the league in EPA per play and all season. Wow. Yeah, it, it is Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen hurts. I believe um, I, I don't even, I can't remember who the fourth one was, but then, uh, uh Jared Goff was fifth. And wow. so it, it is remarkable to me, uh, how, how different it is when, with Amon Ra on the field and Amon Ra will be on, in the, on, in the game. He He's is awesome. tremendous. I agree. Goff just tries to find him on third downs and they convert a ton. So I would, I, I and it's just in general, their offense has been good. Their defense has started to come together a little bit too. They're, they're starting to figure some things out. They will be without Jeff Okuda, but I don't think that matters as much to me um, because I expect this to be a high-scoring game regardless. It's a fast track, as we talked about last week with the Bills, being indoors, uh, you know, on that turf. So I, I would lean over and I would take the points with the Lions. Um, I'm Those aren't two of my favorite plays in the day. I would rather play the props in this game. Yep. Um, but that is how I would lead, over and Detroit. 
Yeah, I'm with you on Detroit. And and one thing people should keep an eye on, we're doing this at 1254 right now. Um, the Lions have not posted their injury report for the game tomorrow. The Bills just did. So Tremaine Edwards is out. Uh, Greg Rousseau is out. So they're missing two of their key defensive players. Uh, questionable is Mitch Morse, their center, who was in a, a walking boot leaving the game the other day. A.J. Uh, Espenza, another defensive end. Yep. Excuse me. He's doubtful for this game. So they have a bunch of really important players, Shime, all of a sudden um, who might not play in this game. Their defense was already banged up, and they lose. But that's three defensive players right there. Um, Jordan Poyer did practice in full today. That's a good thing for them. Josh Allen limited all week. He's expected to play in this game. But there's significant injuries on the Bills' side, and this is just too many points. Like I, I just feel like people are they're defaulting to the Bills right now. I liked it better at 10. Um, and, and, and probably going to end up waiting to, to really push this in. Hopefully it gets back to 10, nine and a half is fine, but I'm with you on the lions. Uh, the bills injuries are an issue. Um, the, I think the, the lions offense can put up above their team total of 21 and a half points against a banged up short week, Buffalo bills team. We've seen them give up yards to teams. Um, and I'll get into the prop stuff as well, but the bills give up the second most receiving yards to slot receivers. There's a couple guys in Detroit, maybe even your guy, uh, the sun God. Uh, St. Brown, he might line up in the slot and he could really torch this Buffalo defense. So for sure, I am. I think it's gonna be a competitive game. I'm not sure I'd have the guts to go money line just to start my Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't think money I would line bet, but I'm taking the points, man. Nine and a half is way too many. Give me Detroit plus the points. Yeah, I think that's the right put. I think that's the right way to approach this. Uh, as far as prop bets, uh, I'm leaning right now to taking the over on Detroit's offense at 21 and a half points. Um, the Khalif Raymond stuff is not posted yet. So uh, on Detroit side, uh, Josh Reynolds did not practice on Monday, limited yesterday. If he were to miss, it would put Khalif Raymond as the, the go-to guy in the slot. It would end up being uh, uh, St. Brown, uh, Khalif Raymond, and then some mix of Thomas uh, Tom Kennedy and DJ Chark, who is mm -hmm. back and but limited the last two days. He didn't play a lot in that game the other day, and it's a short week, so I don't think it's crazy um, that he wouldn't play see a lot of snaps. So. I just mentioned the Bills go up a ton of yards, just a lot of receivers. Raymond plays a ton, especially if Reynolds does not go. I'd be interested in his over once they do post it. Anything, anything up to about 54, 54 and a half, 55, I think is playable for Raymond. If Josh, this is if Josh Reynolds is out. Um, if Reynolds is in, he's limited yesterday, it would throw a monkey wrench in all this because he hasn't played in weeks. He keeps getting scratched on day of game. I don't know how healthy he is. So, I'm hoping Reynolds is out. I want Khalif Raymond's overprop, and I want him tomorrow in most of my daily fantasy lineups that I'll be yelling at the TV for all day. So that one on the Lions side, and the Lions side for you, prop bet wise, John. Uh, yeah, on the Lions side, I want to play Amon Ross St. Brown. I got to yeah. play the Sun God here. 73 and a half receiving yards is his number. I want the over. Again, we're talking fast track here. I, I, I just think there's going to be a lot of passing in this game. And to that, I want the Jared Goff over of 249 and a half. Ooh. Um, I, I think there's a chance Goff throws for 300 in this game. Like, I just, I think there's, it, I have a feeling it could be, it's, it's going to be more like one of the classic NFL games we've seen the last two seasons with yeah. high powered offenses and a lot of scoring compared to what we've seen a lot this year, which is a lot of unders. This to me feels like one of those games on this Detroit field where now Buffalo has played two weeks in a row. They feel comfortable. And on top of that, this is Detroit's home. They play better at home than they oh, yeah. have on the road all year. So I want uh, both of those over for Goff and for Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm not taking credit for it. Maybe you mentioned it last time, but I I've heard it referenced Detroit. The Ford field now is like the course field of fantasy football. So yes, 100%. 
I, I, I'm with you on that. And to that end, like I'm a sucker for overs in this game uh, of the, on the Buffalo side. I love the Dawson Knox over Sean, uh, just yep. double checking 37 and a half at minus minus one ten. Correct. Uh, the lions give up the fourth most yards per game to opposing tight ends this year. Dawson Knox got seven catches in this gate last game in Detroit with like a hobbled Josh Allen. I think there's a slight chance that he still is not letting it fly shine. So the check down stuff is more viable. So of the bills, uh, pass catchers, I want Dawson Knox over 37 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I would also Gabe Davis where he's currently listed right now at 54 and a half. I think it's playable. I like that one oh, less. I see it at 58 and a half. Well, again, I'm, I'm going to look at my sheet from this morning. So it's moved yeah, a little so it's bit. 58 and a half right now. Yeah, it's that's gone up. Um, so I guess I would push back on that for now. And I'll say I'll key in on Dawson Knox, 37 and a half receiving yards is my total on the bill side. Your turn, Sean. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I am going to play Gabe Davis over 58 and a half okay. here. I'm fine with that number. I would play it up to 60. That's kind of where my head is at. Uh, Gabe Davis up to 60 yards because the way it's moved already four points, there's a chance it moves some more. Um, so again, I like it up to about 60 points, but I love the Gabe Davis over and I'm really tempted to play Stefan Diggs props today or just because last week he was visibly frustrated with how the first yeah. half was going to the point where Sean McDermott had to have like a heart to heart conversation with him on the sideline. They yep. showed it on the broadcast. There was, it was this moment. And then Diggs caught a touchdown pass. He ended the day four for 48 and a touchdown. He didn't get a target though until well into the second quarter. Yeah. Uh, actually it might've been that touchdown catch was his first target. And so I think there's some, uh, like or just redemption right yeah. here for him kind of thing where he's going to be like, screw this. It is my turn. Let's go. And just might dominate. So I think I might take a flyer on some kind of same game parlay where Diggs has like a hundred plus and a touchdown. I don't know that I would play his normal number at 90 and a half right now. Um, just because I don't love the value there and the receptions is over six and a half, but it's weighted to minus 155. So uh, my plan is, is I'm tempted to play some kind of crazy little big digs parlay game. Um, but outside of that, that would probably be where it stops. All right. So we both like Detroit and the points and some receiving prop overs there in the course field uh, of fantasy football, the middle game, Dallas and New York, this thing opened around seven. It's nine and a half right now on DK, which you can bet in the great state of New Hampshire. Uh, total there of 45 and a half. Same thing as the first game, Sean. There are major injuries, man, on both sides yeah. of the ball, specifically the, the Giants offensive line. I think three of their five guys are banged up and might not go in this game. Dable already ruled out. Adoree Jackson, I believe he's been ruled out of this game. And, Correct. And, uh, Wandale's done lineman. for the year. Yep. So they, they have significant injuries. Richie James would be their slot receiver. He was limited yesterday. So um, Dallas on paper lays over the Giants, in my opinion, but – the injuries again. It's this one of the three games. This is the like uh, this is the one with the injuries, at least at the least conviction about betting the game. But what do you want to do? Nine and a half. The number right now, total forty five and a half. Yeah, this is my favorite bet of the day. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna lay the nine and a half at the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Um, I, it may be a little overreactionary to last week. I am well aware of that. Uh, I actually talked to Nick Costos earlier today about it on the Greg Hill show. Um, but he was with me as well, and so I, I just. In my opinion, the, the New York Giants were one of these teams. You've heard me say it about the Minnesota Vikings. The New York Giants are kind of frauds. I, I think Brian Dayball is an exceptional coach, and I think they're having a great season. They're overachieving. But I think it's kind of turned midnight, and the carriage is turning back into a pumpkin. Um, I, there's just too many injuries for, for New York to kind of continue to just win. Yeah. And on top of that, Micah Parsons is stupid good. Uh, this this Dallas defense is great. Trayvon Diggs was awesome last week. 
Uh, I expect them to dominate this New York offense and the Giants in the, the Cowboys offense has shown that they're like, even though Zeke's back, it's fine. We're still going to throw the ball to Tony Pollard. We're still going to run with Tony Pollard and Zeke's going to be our short area guy, which yep. makes sense. Zeke is going to get the touchdowns. Pollard's going to get the longer open field plays. I, I think that's how you should use it when you have both of these guys. So for me, I, I just think Dallas absolutely stomps on the Giants here. Um, so, I mean, they beat them by seven with Cooper Rush already once this year. Now Dak's back. This team looks good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay the points with the, with the Cowboys. Yeah, the only thing I'm going to point out is that um, on the Cowboys side, and this is the, I mentioned the injuries in the Giants, which are significant. The, the, the Cowboys, and you look this morning, they have one, two, three, four, five different players in the defense shine, all listed with their injury being illness. Uh, many of them did not practice yesterday or today. So they don't report the COVID stuff like they used to, but there's part of me and the reason why I'm not ready to hammer this game with you. I think that the Cowboys went out right. Like, but what am I going to do with that? at nine and yeah. a half, like you want to play, you know, teasers or parlays or something like that heading into the, the weekend. But as far as like a standalone game, you know, Anthony, uh, the Anthony Barm, uh, Anthony Barr, uh, Terrell Basham, uh, Dante Fowler, Jonathan Hawkins, Calvin Joseph, Demarcus Lawrence, all six did not practice yesterday. Five of those six due to illness. Micah Parsons, one of the guys who was limited with a knee and an ankle. So I agree with you that on paper, I wrote it down like Dallas should roll. I wonder how banged up and sick they are. So before I do anything, and I'm leading Dallas, obviously, uh, as far as the game goes, I want to see their final report today in a couple hours. Yeah, so, that's I, fine. I, I think there also could be a little gamesmanship here, being on a short week, giving guys a little extra rest. Yeah, oh, definitely, so, definitely. And that's why I say, especially we'll with how well the defense is played. So yeah, so you're right. I, I think we'll know more in a little bit, but I am I am firmly on Dallas here. Uh, prop bet shine here in this game. Do you love the game? Do you love props in this game? Yeah, there's one prop in particular uh, that to me feels a little low. I'm going to go Tony Pollard over 19 and a half receiving yards. Um, you saw last week, I think it was, Dak hit Pollard on like a wheel route one-on-one -on -one with a linebacker. I think they're going to look for that a lot uh, going forward this season is to yep. get Pollard matched up on linebackers and, and understand that that's a win for them. And Dak sees it. Pollard knows it. Um, the, the Giants do not have a linebacker that's going to cover uh, Tony Pollard. Hell, they may not have a cornerback that could cover yeah. Tony Pollard at this point. So uh, I love the Tony Pollard over 19 and a half. Uh, I also really like the uh, CD Lamb over 75 and a half. I just see again, Noah Dory Jackson. I think CD Lamb could cook in this game. Um, and again, if, if the Cowboys are going to stomp, I'm going to lean props here on the Cowboys. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, as far as props go, I found myself leaning towards a bunch of overs. Maybe I'm overexcited about the games. I, I want offensive games. So, again, like Khalif Raymond, it's not posted yet, but Richie James, if he's healthy, is going to play basically every snap in the slot. Uh, I'm going to want his over for sure. In receiving yards, he does have an ankle slash knee injury. So, again, check your local listings. If he does go, take a look at his number. Uh, again, in the, in the 40s, low 50s, that is super playable to me. Um, you mentioned the John. Like, they, they have one way to win. And that is get the ball in Saquon Barkley's hands like 30 times between receptions and and run and and uh, rushing yard shine. Yep. This morning again, I'm missing out on the the good numbers here. It was 22 and a half receiving yards for Saquon Barkley. It's now up to 23 and a half minus 115. I'd still play it. I could see them doing a lot of checkdowns to Barkley and just saying we got to get you the ball. Short week, get the best players involved. Uh, and then Dalton Schultz, the Giants this year shine have allowed the fifth most uh, receiving yards per game to tight ends. Uh, they've allowed over five receptions per game. Dalton Schultz is a big-time favorite of Dak Prescott. 
It's minus 125, but the total 37 and a half yards. I want Schultz is over on receiving yards. So Richie James, when they post it, high 40s, low 50s. Barkley over 23 and a half. Schultz over 37 and a half uh, in a game that could be affected by injuries, but on paper, Dallas rolled. Of the three games, this has the pen to be the most boring. Of the three I, games tomorrow, in my mind. I totally agree. Um, and and uh, actually, one of the things I forgot to mention, and it just moved uh, to your betterment as well, uh, I'm going to play Zeke to score anytime touchdown. Uh, again, like I said, Zeke is going to claim those short yeah. yardage areas inside the five yard line. Zeke will be in the game. Um, and right now it's at even money for Zeke to score a touchdown. Whereas Pollard is minus 130. I think those should probably be swapped. So I like Zeke here to get a touchdown at even money. All right. The granddaddy of them all Thursday night football, Thanksgiving night football. Uh, it is the Patriots and the Vikings. This thing was three at points in this week. Shine that three is gone in most places. Uh, it is now the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, laying two and a half points there at home, a total that has stood, I mean, absolutely dead still at 42 and a half yep. really all week long. As far as the uh, betting goes in this shine, how the public is betting your Patriots this week, it is pretty split. 32% of the bets, actually 58% of the money. So uh, some sharp money would signal there on the Patriots in this game. Uh, the under being bet to 65% of the bets at 84% of the money. Uh, I will let you start off, Shime. Total side game. What do you think here? Patriots and Vikings. Big spot. Show me spot for the Patriots on the road. Yeah, again, we've, we've talked about this. I don't trust the Patriots offense uh, as far as I can throw them. Uh, and this is the week that I'm going to understand exactly how good this Patriots defense is. They're going yep. up a team with legit weapons. I understand Kirk Cousins' record in primetime is not great, but you still have to face Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen and TJ Hawkinson coming off of a – discouraging loss and they're going to come out with a little bit of fire and, and I think they're going to come out strong. No Christian Darrisaw is a big miss for the huge, Vikings. Huge. Uh, Matt Judon could feast a little bit, but I am going to lay the two and a half points with the Vikings. That's where I'm at. Um, when it comes to game total, I'm not going to play the game total. Instead, I'll play the team total under for the Patriots. 20. It's now 20 and a half. It was 19 and a half. The other wow, day. You, you, you liked it at 19 and a half. I'm guessing you love it at 20 and a half. I sure do. Uh, yeah. I, I like it, it way more now. I get that extra point. That makes me feel even better about it. I want the under 20 and a half on Patriots team total, and I'll lay the points with the Vikings. Yeah, this is a tough one because I you want to bet against Kirk Cousins. See, see, I am really torn. For a long time listening to the show, I love betting the Vikings. I like betting against crime primetime Kirk Cousins. Yep. I think the Patriots offense stinks. Their coaching staff stinks. Their offensive line right now stinks to Thanks. high heaven. And so I'm stuck between a little bit of a rock and a hard place. But ultimately, Sean, as I started to write this game out this morning, like both teams have injuries up front on the offensive line. Like as bad as the 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 left tackle injury is for for Minnesota. Like David Andrews, even if he plays, how healthy is he going to be? Uh, Trent Brown got pushed around last week. Isaiah wins out. Like they are, they're a bad offensive line. They're on the road in a loud ass building and they're banged up against a Vikings team. And you're right, Judon and Dietrich Wise shine. Uh, according to Pro Football Focus, I believe they had the stat yesterday. The Wise and Judon, second most pressures per game as defensive tandem in all the NFL. Number one, is Hunter and Smith there in Minnesota. Wow. And those two guys teeing off against the Patriots offensive line and a makeshift offense to figure it out. Ultimately, that's where I ended up because you can make a case for the Patriots here against Kirk Cousins in primetime, uh, underdogs, how well they've done this year across the NFL. Um, Patriots are number one right now defensively in DVOA. So you look at that and go, oh, they got a good defense against Kirk Cousins. The problem I have, Shime, is when you break down who they played, the quarterbacks they beat stink. Yeah. Ellinger, Trubisky, Zach Wilson tight twice, Jacoby Brissett. 
that defense, the numbers are inflated. They're a good defense. They're not a great defense. If you call them a great defense, you are overusing the word great. They are good until proven against a better offense. So much like you, I don't trust the offense. I don't hate Mac Jones the way you despise the guy. I mean, you will not be. Yeah, but this isn't Mac an anti-Mac Jones pick. This is an anti-offense pick. I know, Everything but is wrong listen, with that you, you'll be rooting against him tomorrow. Like you, sure. you, you, you want Bailey Zappi in that game. I don't. I root for Mac mm. Jones, but I'm going to lay the points too. Give me the Vikings two and a half. The total, I'll admit, I got no clue. Like, is this game seven? Is this 20 to 17 with two games with a, a bad offenses who played poorly last week on a short week, bad offensive lines? Is it 35 30? Because both defenses give up big plays downfield. Like Minnesota is 18th against the pass. They're not a great pass defense, but is Mac Jones going to take advantage of it? I like well, to think he could. And on top of that, Minnesota's the worst red zone defense in football. Yeah. So yeah, like I, the issue is though, the Patriots have to get to the red zone. And so then it and their red zone offense has been equally as bad. I think Curran had it on Gresham Keith the other day. They have yeah. like 50 drives. <laughs> over the 50 yard line or something and they're coming away they've scored on they scored what five four touchdowns something four passing touchdowns it's like it's stupid it, it's it, it some of these numbers are insane at how oh, bad it's the stupid oh it, there's a lot of stupidness going on with that offense there's it's no doubt about that um, it's the 28th touchdown scoring offense in the red zone patriots against the 25th scoring defense red zone vikings like something's got to give Yep. Um, and if it were Josh McDaniels, I'd be I, if it was Josh McDaniels or Bill O'Brien or a competent offensive coach, I, I'd be I'd be all in on the Patriots and, and want to build everything around my Thursday night. But it's Matt Patricia and this offensive line is in shambles because there's oh, by the way, we didn't even mention this. Good chance David Andrews probably doesn't play this game. Like, yes, he was at practice yesterday. Yeah, I don't get any. Was there any updates today yet, Shime? I didn't see it. Like, was that was that a Mac Jones pretend he's at practice but not really a practice thing? Yeah, so my thought is is he is at practice to show that he can play, but this is just an at practice. The injury is not as bad as it, we thought it was, and he might have – I think there's a good chance he plays against the Bills in a week, but I don't think there's any shot he plays against the Vikings tomorrow. All right, we're both on the Vikings. Uh, I don't have a strong feel uh, on this total at all. Sounds like you really don't either, correct? Correct, yeah. I just want the New England team total. I'm betting it under until proven otherwise. It's uh, Patriots, and and by the way, the Vikings still getting bet. They're minus two and a half on DK, but it's minus one fifteen. So, uh, if anything, could go back to three. So, if you want the Vikings now, I think now would be the time to do it. Hard to imagine that when the injury report comes out, it's going to do the Patriots a lot of favors. Uh, prop bets for you, Shime, in this game, primetime Thursday. Yeah, the number one prop bet for me is Dalvin Cook over eleven and a half receiving yards. To me, that's one screen. Uh, and I think you yeah. could see a, a handful of those in this game. So I also like the Dalvin Cook over two and a half receptions. That's at plus 145 as well. So you're getting really good value on the Dalvin Cook receptions here. I just think that, like you we talked about, no Darisaw, and then on top of Matt Judon and Dietrich Wise getting that many pressures in the NFL this year, means Kirk Cousins is going to be in duress quite a bit. And the yep. way to beat that is screens and swing passes to your running back. And I think there's a chance Dalvin Cook has a really good receiving day uh, in this game. And so I love the over on 11 and a half receiving yards and the uh, over two and a half receptions for Cook. Yeah. So I like a couple of receiving props as well. Uh, Jacoby Myers over 51 and a half yards receiving and minus 115. I want the over. Uh, I think of all the guys that Mac throws to, he's still the most, uh, most reliable. And I, if my, if my mind's eye says the Patriots not gonna be the run on the Vikings, their offensive line is too banged up. Vikings front seven is too good. They're going to put the ball in Mac hand, Mac's hands. 
Mac, I think best trust in those spots, Jacoby Myers, uh, according to lineups.com, looking at this morning, uh, the, the Vikings given up the third most receiving yards total on the year, uh, two wide receivers. So I, I think that you can throw on them. 7.4 yards per pass attempt going into last week was second worst in the NFL. If I think the Vikings are going to score points, and I think the Patriots have to sort of match, they have to throw. He throws Jacoby Myers. I want the over 51 and a half yards receiving. And I don't play a lot of these, Shine, because of these, I, one, they seem sort of random at times to me. And number two, I feel like they, the books know we like playing them. And so all the guys you want to play are juiced up. Yep. Uh, but I'm going to play an anytime touchdown prop tomorrow for Hunter Henry at four oh. and a, almost four and a half to one. Wow. And okay. The thesis, the thesis there is bad Renzo defense for the Vikings. Mac going back to what he knew. And a year ago, Hunter Henry was one of the best red zone threats in the NFL. He's been non-existent this year. And yes, they have to get down there. But I could see them going back to him this week and saying, hey, pick out a few plays that worked a year ago. Those plays were to Hunter Henry. So at almost four and a half to one, give me Hunter Henry anytime touchdown in that game to go along with over on Jacoby Myers receiving yards. Yeah, and I think the last thing I'm going to do in this game is similar to that Bills game. Uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I talked about it with you. If not, I, I definitely talked about it with uh, Andy and Fitzy on the Six Rings podcast. There's a good chance Justin Jefferson just explodes this game. Bad game last week, visibly frustrated, and then a, a relatively untested New England secondary. Right? Yeah. We Jack yeah. Jones yeah. has gotten a lot of lot of praise, and, and rightfully so so far. But again, he hasn't been matched up against the greatest competition. If, if there's a week Justin, Je Justin Jefferson might go off, it might be this week. And so I will be playing a same-game parlay of Jefferson anytime touchdown and over 104.5 yards combined. Yeah. That gets you wow, to just about – what a number. Holy crap. Gets you to just crap. about oh, just about 3.5 to 1, the pair of them. Okay. Um, I, and, I, I can see it. My, my, I, Justin Jefferson is – you know him him and Jamar Chase, you know to, to be best two receivers in the league, not named Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, my worry always with going with like the alpha, the other team against Belichick is that like he, that's the one thing he'll try to take away. And I, I don't, it's not easy to do and two plays might get him there. Um, so but I, I wonder if the secondary guys like Thielen and maybe in Hawkinson have a better chance to get to their number. If Bill tries to like, I heard current suggestion was they're going to basically double him. Jalen Mills on him as the physical corner and a safety over the top. So I respect his talent. I love the guy. I'll have him in DFS tomorrow. But I wonder if Bill takes that away. 104 is like a monster number. So oh. I, I understand. Oh. Um, he, the, there's a couple of reasons why uh, I, I don't really care about Bill's taking away their best weapon thing. Okay. I think Kevin O'Connell does a really good job, similar to uh, your Sean McFay's and your Kyle Shanahan's, of moving Justin Jefferson around in the formation. Yeah. And so in order for Belichick to, quote, unquote, take Jefferson away, he needs to play man across the board. Um, and I don't think that suits his team very well. I think they're a better zone team because of the pressure they get, and it allows the corners to be a little bit more free, someone like Jack Jones, to be a little bit more free and make a play. Um, I, I don't think that they're going to be able to man up Justin Jefferson properly because they're not going to be able to keep track of him in the slot, out wide, things of that nature, and it's constantly going to be have to have to be switches. So I don't even think he's going to be necessarily manned up against the same person all game. He might get double teamed, but I think there's a good way for – I think Kevin O'Connell is smart enough to get Justin Jefferson open. And on top of that, if I had to think of one thing that Belichick actually will – know he can take away in this game. To me, that's Dalvin Cook's rushing, which is why I'm not betting on Cook rushing the football. I'm actually receiving betting on goal, him, yeah. him receiving. Exactly. I think Belichick is going to first force Cook, Kirk Cousins to beat him. 
We all know Kirk's primetime record. He probably can knows Kirk better than anybody. He probably understands exactly what Kirk Cousins wants to do, just like he does with Jared Goff and those other guys. And so there's a chance Belichick just outright pants his Kirk Cousins. But if Kirk Cousins somehow gets the better of him, it's going to be because Justin Jefferson is freaking awesome again, which is why I'm going to make this play. Like, I, again, this is not yeah. like a, I'm putting a ton of my bankroll on this bet, but I am going to put some pizza money on it because at three and a half to one, I like the value. And I think there's just a chance Justin Jefferson goes off. If you had to guess uh final score in this game. Uh, I, I gave a prediction yesterday on the six rings pod. Actually, it was available today. You can listen to it wherever you get your podcast. Nice. Uh, my prediction is Minnesota 24, New England 9. I don't think New England scores a touchdown in this game. Yeah, mine was – it's funny. Mine was 24-13. Yep. Like that bun- bunch of field goals and a touchdown. Like 24-13, 27-16. Um, and, I, I again, I don't have a great feel for the, the total. Obviously, I guess I'm, I'm leaning under or not even – I'm pretty close with it. I don't – again, I don't want the total. In this game, uh, but I, I Mac on the road. I'm dying to see how that plays out. Patricia on the road in like a loud spot where his offense has to keep up. Like this, we could get some funny memes on the sideline tomorrow night if they're doing this and that, like burning timeouts. Like I, again, part of me thinks we're in the middle of the first quarter. They burn through two timeouts because they can't get plays in because he's so loud in that build. On top of that, a fun pizza money bet for you tomorrow for those Patriot fans out there that want to root for their team. Yeah, I like New England's defense and special teams to get an anytime touchdown at six and a half to one. I think that's in play. Like, I, I think there's oh, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Kirk Cousins, Cousins yeah. is bound to throw a pick or yeah. get strip sacked. And on top of that, we've seen how good Marcus Jones is. There's always a chance he houses one here. So at six and a half to one, I, I like the value there. So if you're a Patriots fan looking for a way to root for your team that isn't necessarily betting outright against the Vikings, uh, betting on your defense special teams to score a touchdown seems like a fun way to do that. Uh, and if someone runs into you today in a Home Depot parking lot while you're firing bets uh, there in Nashua, what what would be your if you had, what's your one favorite bet of all the bets we talked about today? Yeah, my favorite bet is uh, Dallas laying nine and a half. I know it's a big number, but I just think that they're going to stomp on the Giants. I think the Giants, like I said, they're turning back into a pumpkin. The the, the storybook is over. I don't think they're going to be in the playoffs. I think the Commanders will probably end up overtaking them. Uh, I think the Giants' time is just about done. That. And the Dalvin Cook over 11 and a half receiving yards are my two favorite plays of the week. Favorite side is Detroit plus the points. Favorite prop for me is Dawson Knox over 37 and a half uh, receiving yards. What is your Thanksgiving? You already had, you had first Thanksgiving last Saturday. I did. What does second Thanksgiving look like for you tomorrow? Uh, so second Thanksgiving is going to be nice. Uh, it doesn't start until like about noon. Uh, I get to Perfect. wake Perfect. up. I get to sleep in. Normally I'm up at the ass crack of dawn for my job. I get to sleep in tomorrow, which is going <laughs> to yep. be lovely. We'll take the dogs out for a nice walk. Uh, may even have to run up to New Hampshire quick to place a couple last minute bets. Then yeah. jump down to yes. jump down to the yeah. South Shore. Uh, head to my mother's house. We'll have uh, Thanksgiving there. Popping back up here. My girlfriend's family is going to, a few of their, her family members are going to come over for just some like snacks and apps uh, in the evening time. Nice little day. Watch some oh. football and end it all with the uh, Pats Vikings. Yeah. A lot of family, a lot of football. Uh, looking forward to getting to Nashua tomorrow morning, run a little 5K, but also at the same time, Sean, it's nice when you run it, you say you're running in a 5K in a state that has legalized sports betting, it kind of kills two birds with one stone. Yep. Hey. Congratulations. Uh, good luck on your 5k tomorrow. I hope you do well. Oh God. If I need luck, I'm in trouble. If I need luck, I just get me, get me, <laughs> I would get, need me home, luck. get me home uninjured uh, tomorrow. Uh, subscribe, <laughs> rate, and review on the Apple podcast. You can check us out on Spotify or on the Odyssey app. Again, this is one of two of these separate podcasts we'll do just this week. Uh, Shime's going to join me Friday night on my show for a Patriots recap and a couple of thoughts on the rest of week 12. And then Saturday morning at some point, Shime will figure it out. We'll connect like this and 
We'll do our live video and do our picks the rest of the week. But I, I didn't. It didn't feel right not doing a props and picks for Thanksgiving with the Patriots playing on Thursday night. Yeah, a hundred percent. We had to uh, we had to get our good props and picks in today. And then uh, Saturday, we'll have the full slate for Sunday for you. No problem. I already got some picked out and ready to go. So we'll, we'll be <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you'll be texting me in a little bit. I'm sure oh, you'll be texting me in a little bit. Uh, Sean, happy Thanksgiving to you and uh, Lauren and the entire family, buddy. Look forward to uh, texting during the day and talking tomorrow. Thanks, but I can't uh, wait for Thanksgiving. You have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And thanks for doing this podcast with me every day, Mutt. It's oh, no. So thank you, Chris. We'll be texting anyway and doing it. And God That's knows true. this is better than just texting back and forth. And thank you in the audience for listening. Let us know what bet you're firing on uh, on Twitter. BetQL Boston on Twitter. BetQL Boston on Twitter. Uh, and a great, great Thanksgiving to you and yours. I think for, I speak for both of us, Shime. We are thankful to be able to do this and have a platform to do this five or six days a week. Um, Very much we, so. we, again, we don't pro, we don't promise to be experts, but we try to laugh, have some fun. We had some decent ideas. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you what Friday night on Monday night, Shine. We'll talk to you then, buddy. I can't wait, Mud. I'll see you then. Gobble gobble.